Put on your Sunday clothes, there's lots of world out there. Get out the brilliantine and dime cigars. We're gonna find adventure in the evening air. Girls in white in a perfumed night where the lights are bright as the stars. Put on your Sunday clothes, we're gonna ride through town in one of those new horse-drawn open cars. We'll see the shows at Delmonico's and we'll close the town in a whirl and we won't come home until we home of Green Room 42, is that correct? Yeah? Yes. We're at the home of Green Room 42 with Mark William, who has a new album out on Broadway Records. This is like the running theme. I do a lot of Broadway Records people. It's pretty cool. The album is gold, in my opinion. Thank you. And <laughs> I love it. It's it's jazz, it's classic, it's modern, it's a little bit of everything. And mm -hmm. so, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. And you have a little residency. I say little, it's not little, it's huge. <laughs> a residency here at Green Room 42. Uh, which is also really fantastic. So tell us about the album first, and then we'll talk about you and your life and your career. Sure. Uh, well, the album is um, mostly my my debut show. Um, I actually just won Best Debut Show and Best Independent Recording. Congratulations. The World Awards. Thank you. Um, and so the, the album starts with Come Croon With Me, my first show, and then I have uh, three additional tracks that are from my, my new show, Feeling awesome. Good. Um, and yeah, we the sh we've been doing the show for a year almost or nine months, and said I think it's time to make an album. So yeah, we made it happen. That's so awesome. And so I would assume it was difficult to find all those. I mean, there's such a great lexicon of songs to put into an album. How do you whittle away and winnow away and get the album that you have, which um, is gold? Everybody get it. <laughs> Well, we, we did. We started with a huge list of songs. Um, and with my manager, Preston Ridge, we uh, just bit by bit, you know, said, you know, I think this is a perfect song for you. This fits your spirit. This, mm -hmm. you know, will work, sound beautiful in your voice. This song, you sound good, but I, there's, you know, it doesn't quite seem like exactly what we want right now. So, you know, just little by little, we, we, we whittled away and... Um, obviously, the Great American Songbook is where we started, mm -hmm. but um, as a young young man, my interests are widespread, and so um, I wanted to include some more uh, contemporary stuff as well and, and, and mix it in, but still do it in the style that I love, the classic crooner kind of style. Your arrangements are so beautiful. They're so saturated with the with really the rap pack and Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin, they really have that feel and that flair. Mm -hmm. What was it like when you finally got to hear your arrangements before you went into the studio? Uh, it was great. Um, we you know we worked with my music director Clint Edwards um, to create those and we, we all had input into into those arrangements. Um, he's great and uh, going from Hearing, hearing what he was doing just with piano in the mm -hmm. studio to when we finally got the band in the room, Absolutely. hearing that, and then when I actually, you know, was on stage or in the studio with the headset on mm -hmm. and hearing, you know, everything, every little, you know, nuance, um, really 
puts you in the world of Absolutely. the Rat Pack, as you said, for me and the audience. That's so awesome. And so you recorded the album, you did a whole bunch of takes, I'm sure, in terms of how to phrase things and different things like that. And the album uh, finished and they sent it to you. What was that first listen like for you? Well, we had really been listening all along. Mm-hmm. Um, I, our, our recording engineer um, actually calls me dog ears um, <laughs> because I, I kept going back and going back being like, I hear, you know, I, I hear the drummer going with his mouth that's not supposed to be there. You oh, know, wow. I hear, you know, um, there, there's like a, a hitch, you know, where we, if we had to splice things mm-hmm. together, I'm like, I hear the hitch there. I need to not hear that hitch. Mm-hmm. It's like, nobody hears it. And I'm like, it's there. <laughs> so we, but, but when we finally, you know, when the final product came out and, and we listened to it, there was, you know, definitely a moment of pride and, uh, awesome. you know, a, a, a great, great feeling. So there's young men and women out there that are doing, you know, kind of similar paths to what you're doing in cabarets and things like that at Green Room Room 42, excuse me. There's also a residency for Eden Espinosa and all these, you know, you're in, you're a great yourself and then you're surrounded by greats as well, plus award winners. Like, what is that like and what advice do you have to young men and women or young individuals that want to do what you're doing? Uh, Well, I... I love being a resident here at Green Room 42 um, because it's a great space. It's a great um, you know environment. Um, they they treat the artists really well, and uh, you know the the sound is great and, and everything. So um, and I also, as you said, there's so many great people who play here, um, and I love kind of being a part of that family and coming to see all these other great artists and meeting them and, you know, seeing that we're both doing, you know, similar things, not the same thing necessarily, but um, we're, we're in the same world mm-hmm. and just getting to know cool people. That's so cool. Um, where do you pull your musical influence? I know we had talked about the rap pack and mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. But yeah, a, a, a lot of places. Um, Frank is who I learned crooning from mm-hmm. um i there was a summer that i had a commute like a 20 20 minute commute um to what the theater i was working at and i had three sinatra cds that just rotated in my car and i absorbed you know his mm-hmm. his style um and fell really fell in love with it um but from my mother is a musician okay. and she grew up loving broadway and so um my 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 Broadway influences were very early. Mm-hmm. As I, I say, I was in pit orchestras before I was born um, <laughs> because I was. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I grew up watching the classic movie musicals and going to see my sister in shows and shows that my mom played mm-hmm. for. Um, and so, all those make their way into what I do, um, as well as you know bits and pieces of the popular music that I grew up with and the stuff that's happening today. Um, I love one thing in my new show that um, I, I do is I take a, a pop song from today mm-hmm. that's like very current and Sinatrify it, as yes. I said. Um, so I, I love awesome. when I can do that and really blend the two mm-hmm. together to show the young people that this style is still really cool and the, the older generation that the music of today isn't necessarily mm-hmm. bad. It's just you know, you gotta you gotta interpret it your own way. Absolutely. 
Now, I've been told that this is a bad question, <laughs> but it's my show, so I'm going to ask it anyways, because that's how I roll. Do you have a favorite track on your album? Hmm. Every time I ask, they're like, that's like picking between children. <laughs> yeah. I was like, my mom never did that, because it was always me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're all, they're all special to me. Um, I'd say if, if I had to pick one, it might be Let Me Be Your Star, mm -hmm. just because it's, it's a song that until, I, until we figured it out in my style, I never thought about singing. Mm -hmm. And anybody who hears that I'm singing it is like, what, how does that work? Because you know the, the original was a duet for two ladies on Smash. And it's, you know, it's a musical theater style, but mm -hmm. it's not necessarily what I would be seen to, to be doing. Um, but when we found our way into it and, and kind of made it, gave it a crooner flair, was still sticking to the, the original so awesome. intent. I, yeah, I just, I love our arrangement of that. That's so awesome. It's, it, I'm telling you guys, the album is amazing. Let's go back a little bit further. So. How did it all start? We touched a little bit on it, that you come from a very musical family. Mm -hmm. What was your first Broadway show? What was your first, like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> and that's what I will do. Yeah. Uh, well, the first show I saw on Broadway was the revival of Sound of Music. Yes. Um, we were here for my sister's dance competition, and that's, you know, my, my mom and dad wanted to take us to something that of we could course. all see. And I, I don't remember much. I remember the opening tableau, because um, I was only, I was seven. Um, but uh, but that was that was my first Broadway experience. Um, but we we went to tours and stuff mm -hmm. all while I was growing up. But the one that really um, made me fall in love with musical theater was Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Um, I think I was in seventh grade, and uh, it was a last minute thing. My mom like went the day of and bought tickets. And uh, because it was so last minute, they were scattered. Mm -hmm. And she came to me and was like, uh, you know, we're going to the show tonight. There's two tickets that are on the side that are, um, you know, pretty, uh, just a couple rows away from each other. And then there's one in the center in row G. Um, I didn't know if you would want to be close to me or dad. And I was like, no, I'll take row G. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and it was, it was perfect. I actually sat next to the grandmother of, um, a, a girl who I had a crush on at the time. Um, oh, so wow. that was, you know, interesting. But she was super nice and, and, you know, we had a great time. We have the same show. So a couple, probably about a month ago, I got to interview Susan Egan, and that was my first Broadway show with mm -hmm. uh, Beauty and the Beast. And so, um, and we're, I think, around the same age because I saw it in seventh grade mm -hmm. as well. I say it like seventh grade, everyone's <laughs> in seventh grade at the same time, it's a lot. But I think we're close in age. Um, where was that moment that you were like, this is, there's nothing else that I want to do in this world but to make music and to create a safe spot in music where people can go and just appreciate the old and the new? Because you managed to put both worlds together so seamlessly. Thank you. Um, that's kind of, that's one of my passions. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where, where that particular moment came in. Um, I mean, I've always, I've always wanted to be in music. Mm -hmm. um, my, 
as I was graduating high school, my mom kept saying that I had chosen my college and it's well known for pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And my mom kept saying, <laughs> oh, don't you know, you can consider going into pharmacy. You know, they're so good at that and you'll, you'll come out making money. And I'm like, mom, I don't like science. Why would I go to six years of school <laughs> in science? Um, and, you know, she's a musician, so she understands. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I think finding, finding my voice in the music that I love and find, and being able to share that with others and have them respond Mm -hmm. so positively to that. I think that's where I really, um, took on that, that mantle of, um, you know, sharing not the old, just the old, but the new and bringing the Mm -hmm. two together. Now, tell me about the Great American Songbook, because I I personally feel like people need to do it more often. Absolutely. And um, I grew up listening to, of course, the Rat Pack and Frank Sinatra, but then in the later years, I really gravitated to Michael Feinstein mm-hmm. and just how he was able to bring this Great American Songbook world to a different generation. What would you say to a lot of our young kids that don't know what the Great, uh, Great American Songbook is or are uneducated? How would you educate them? Well, I would say... Buy uh, the album. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> sure. Uh, or listen to it on Spotify. True. Or Amazon Music, whatever yes. you use. Um, it should be there. Uh, I think it, it's a misconception if mm-hmm. a kid thinks he doesn't know the Great American Songbook because if uh, there are songs, if I played them, you oh, yeah, I know that song. Mm-hmm. You know, um, New York, New York. Everybody knows New York, right. New York. Come on. Um, but there are there's so many great songs. Um and the thing is there's there's such a wealth of material that um that sometimes people will discount it as a group Mm -hmm. and say oh that's old people's music but there's there's such a breadth of material really that's the word i need breadth um that there is something for everyone Mm -hmm. um i think you know there are real crafters of songs, mm-hmm. song smiths, um, in, in that period who, who knew how to write a lyric that would connect mm-hmm. with people. And, um, you know, the, the composers who worked with them or sometimes, you know, it was one person, but they had the credentials and the, the, uh, knowledge to be able to create these great songs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have a lot of great artists working today, but a lot of, most of them wouldn't be here if it wasn't for right. those people. So it's, it's the whole thing of, you have to know where you come from in order to get where you're going. Absolutely. <laughs> do you write your own music? I do. Yeah, um, how that start? I haven't, uh, uh, I think it started uh, just with, you know, a, a chance inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always start with lyrics when I'm writing. Um, and that probably comes from when I was in, in middle school learning poetry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had a teacher who I loved who was really inspiring and um, uh, pushed me to, to write the poetry because it was, you know, it was good and it was coming um, naturally. And so it probably re- relates to that. Um, but more in, in recent years I've gotten into it more uh, in songwriting and um, 
it's you know it's a it's a step-by-step process like I, I i write the lyrics and the melody kind of comes with them in my head mm-hmm. and then i have to figure out what the heck i'm hearing behind it right because it's all up here i just have to get it out you I know, on a paper so other people can figure it out um i wish i just had a usb port that i could plug Didn't in we, just, right you know tell me about it but um yeah i, I it's not uh something that i like you know Every week, I sit down for an hour. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I would like to do that more um, because I think I have a lot of ideas that I would like to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that when when inspiration hits, it just kind of flows out. Awesome. Um, I, I recently read a book, um, uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue, mm-hmm. um, which I loved, and um, I I stayed up. To like 1 a.m. one night finishing it because I was like, oh, there's only like three chapters left. I have to finish it. <laughs> and the next morning, I just kept thinking and thinking and uh, and was like, okay, there's lyrics coming into my head. Start mm-hmm. writing them down, <laughs> and ended up writing the entire song. So um, I haven't figured out the accompaniment yet. But okay, got that. You know. Coming. So while we're basking <laughs> in this album, we can maybe hope for another one coming up. Yeah. Awesome. We're, you know. We, we, <laughs> I do I do one original song in mm-hmm. my new show, um, wherever we land, uh, and um, we're we've been talking about the possibility of getting that recorded. Awesome. Um, but uh, you know I've got other things coming down the pike for awesome. sure. I'm excited. Do you have any collaborators that you're like, oh gosh, I have to work with this person? Hmm. I mean, I there's so many people I'd love to work with. Um, and, and I'm lucky that I get to meet a lot of mm-hmm. them and, uh, and observe their art. Um, and actually, a good number of them come to see me and do my thing, too. Um, so, so that's really great. Um, I mean, I, the, the, the go-to people that pop into my head right away are all of the generation of my music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten to know Cheetah Rivera a little bit. Yes. And, you know, she's a huge inspiration, and, and being able to do something with her would be incredible. Um, Dick Van Dyke is yes. literally like the <laughs> what I see myself becoming. Yes. And, um, you know, I know he's, he's in California, so he doesn't get out here very often, but if there's ever a chance to, even just to chat, I would, you know, I would give my... I don't know what. I just but. sent that into the universe for you. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. There it uh, is. And, you know, being able to sing or tap with him would be right? fantastic. And still, what, at 92, <laughs> he's still doing it? Still That's moving. Out, 92, I think. Just keep like moving. Outrageous. That's the thing. So I, this has been so much fun and I love the album and I love everything that you're doing. I want to ask you a couple of, like, really silly rapid fire questions. We get a chance to learn about you through your craft and through your music, but I would love for our listeners to know kind of some really silly things about you. So I'm going to ask you some rapid fire. You ready? (laughs) Okay, here we go. What's your favorite color? Green. Favorite TV show? Uh, Right now, Sabrina. Yeah. The new Sabrina. It's so good. Yeah. So creepy. Sorry, favorite candy? Uh, Reese's Fast Break. Pre-show meal? I usually don't eat a full meal before the show. I have something afterwards. What do you have afterwards? Um, We usually go to Joe Allen and I get a a good steak. So good. Yeah. Uh, Favorite show currently on Broadway? Uh, Moulin Rouge. If you could do anything else that you are not currently doing as an occupation, what would it be? Uh, a teacher. 
favorite movie? Uh, bye Bye Birdie. Favorite old school Broadway show before 1960? Right? Uh, uh, Guilty Pleasure Snack? Uh, Pringles? Favorite trash TV show? Trash TV show. I say air quote trash. Yeah. They're not trash. Don't like cancel. Reality? Yes. Well, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. (laughs) He's hosting SNL. Yes, I can't wait. I can't remember when it is, but very soon. (laughs) Uh, Favorite holiday? Um, Christmas. Favorite season? Summer. East Coast or West Coast? Uh, east most of the time. With, with, <laughs> I would love to be by coastal. Fair with, point. Uh, with East being my home base. <laughs> All right, here is a three-parter, and it's the last question. A dream role that you have already played, a dream role that at your current age you're eligible to play, mm-hmm. and a dream role in your future that you want to tackle. Well, I'll give you one that uh, does the first and the last. Okay. Um, in high school, my senior year, I played Albert Peterson in Bye Bye Bird. Yes. I want to play it again when I'm old enough. Perfect. Um, <laughs> and um, right now, I would love to do uh, Older Patrick and May. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. And, yeah. Um, and then there's, you know, I, I've done Will Parker. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do that again. Um, I'd love to do uh, uh, Bert and Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. I love it. <laughs> can you tell us the dates for Green Room 42, how to get tickets, tell us where we can get your album, and how we can follow you on social media? Of course. I'll be at the Green Room 42 on March 6th at 7 p.m. Um, tickets, you can call the box office or thegreenroom42.poptix.com, um, or just Google it, you know, you'll find it. Um, and uh, the album, as I said, it's available. It's available on CD if you still have a CD player, yes. or uh, it's streaming everywhere: Amazon, Spotify, Google Play Music, um, you know, YouTube Music, wherever you look. Um, and it's Mark William, come croon with me. Um, and uh, you can follow me. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, not on TikTok yet. Don't about that. Um, but at markwilliamnyc. Dot, uh, not .com. MarkWilliamNYC. <laughs> at MarkWilliamNYC, you can go to Broadway Records' website and get the album. You can also get it on downloading and um, music purchasing platforms. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You can get tickets to March 6th at Greener42. Greener42 poptix.com. Did I get it? It's the green room 42 oh, dot So close. The green room 42 dot poptix.com yes. to get tickets to <laughs> the green room 42, March 6th, 7 p.m. Yep. I'm so excited. You are joy. Your album is gold. I hope you win all the Grammys in the world. <laughs> Thank you. Um, congratulations on your Broadway World Cabaret Awards. That's Thank very you. exciting. Yes. And we're excited to see what's coming up next and maybe an original album and to watch you live on stage. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. And Tony Pastors And this I'm positive of That we won't come home No 